all you, Jace. It's all you. Please set the mood, sir. Can you guys hear my dog fucking with a toy in the background? Yeah, yes, a little sir. bit. I thought I thought it was like I thought you were making a beat. <laughs> yeah, I thought so. That's, <laughs> I thought you were making the drums. Yeah, I was like, yeah, no, nah, okay. it's just he's fucking destroying. It sounds like he's fucking hitting some fucking Phil Collins ass drums. Yo, Kyle, why does it say you're muted? My bad. That's my bad. Oh, okay, work, work. Okay, cool, 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 cool. Tie that, tie that. All right, anyways. <clears throat> let me see, let me see. I'm trying to pick what I want to start off with and just edit this shit out, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got to give me fucking... Yeah. Fucking... Well, you could, like... int- you could introduce yourself and then introduce us. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Word. That's yeah. usually how it goes, right? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you already know what it is, baby. Episode three of the podcast. You already know. Little introverts. It's got my man Kyle, you know what I'm saying? Repping. Got my man Matt in the building. What's good? Got my man my man Kevin over there, you know what I'm saying? In the cuts, you know. You already know what it is. I'm your humble, gracious host, Jace, of course, you know, hosting this episode for us on this fine Sunday evening. Appreciate um, it, sir. Thank you. You know, with episode three, we're coming through, bringing you guys some more heat. Got a couple topics we want to cover. Um, you know, and uh, this is where I would drop the sponsor plug. Sponsors, you know, hit us up. Probably slide in that mention right at the beginning. But, uh, you know, uh, it's been, been a pretty crazy week, you know. So we want to cover a couple things. Um, I feel like we should start it off with music. Um, just because it seems like we, that's all we've had to really do in this quarantine. is kind of just chilling, listening to music and, uh, you know, vibing. So, uh, you know, um, there's, that, there's that Pop Smoke album. Obviously, I know we all gave it a few plays. Maybe more than a few. Um, what are some favorite standout tracks uh, from uh, let's start out with Kyle what do you like on that album um, I would honestly have to start off with uh, I like Creature I like that uh, a lot yeah I also like Diana and how they sampled Playa that Cheers to You song that mm-hmm. was super rare um, yeah that was I cool a lot of people that listen to Playa and like Smokey DeGurla rest in peace Right, um, that was cool. Right. A couple of those stand out, and I would probably say for the night, off the top of my head. Yeah, that I liked all those tracks. I really liked uh, I really liked those. Um, as far as ones that I liked, I really liked that song, Creature. Um, not gonna lie, all right. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Um, first listen, that's so into you remix. Trash, right? Basura, right? I was done. But then, all right, on a sunny day in the whip, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. Got a little little wind in your hair. Maybe you just want to listen to fucking Power Smoke vibing out, you know? Maybe to me, it really needed him to bring that energy back. That's exactly you know? what Kevin and I experienced today, actually, after shooting. That song goes hard as fuck. That was a vibe. I'm saying, like, to me, it don't get enough credit for all those legendary tracks that she made, because, like, uh, so into you, I feel like it's been covered by a lot of people, but my 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 next favorite cover of that song was when uh, was when uh, Gambino did that one. Have you guys seen that on YouTube? Childish Gambino covers it. That was, yes, a, that was a very good cover. Yeah, that very was rare. awesome. What's funny about yeah, the Gambino like cover is he he still says he doesn't substitute boy for girl, so he still says boy in it. If y'all catch right, right. yeah, he kept was, true to the lyrics. Right. No male version. 
No, nah, dude, he kept yeah, it. I always felt like it was true. weird how. Y'all remember Not like that uh, Cater to You by Passion cover way back in the day. Oh, oh wait, no, get the right. fuck way out of here. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> but, don't, mention, uh, don't mention Passion uh, or fucking who else? Yeah, who else it's not for this pod. I'm sorry. That's for, the, that's for the fobs, bro. Sorry. That was me 10 years ago. Yeah, Anyways, that, that was your bag, huh? <laughs> passion. Yeah, I was no cap. I tried to learn that on ukulele. Uh, no cap. Oh, man. You're one of those. Like listening back to, um, here's one thing I wanted to mention as far as music, because um, I know we listen to Pop's album, right? But um, <clears throat> sorry, let me know if my uh, audio kind of drifts out because when I listen back, I feel like uh, some of my sound is when I sit back and I really get in my bag, some of my audio kind of drops out. So yeah. let me know if I'm in my Birkin and my audio starts cutting out. Now here's what I was saying: that Tiana Taylor album, the album, right? Y'all heard, y'all heard that, right? That we there talked was, about it last week. Yeah, like, okay, so I was, like, just chilling out, um, laid out by the water with my lady, you know what I'm saying, enjoying ourselves, and uh, giving it a listen again, and a lot of those covers that she does are, like, real, real, like, deep cuts, like, she covers, like, like, I I, I found, okay, like, you know that song that she has with, like, Wu-Tang on it, with, like, Ghostface and, like, uh, Method Man, that's like, not the Love Me song? Yeah. Okay, so, have you heard the Delphonics version? Mm-mm. I gave you love, fire. All right. And like so many of those songs, like I was just like trying to find uh just like what covers they were or whatever. Yeah. Man, it gave me more appreciation for the album because I feel like I like when someone covers a song, but when they cover like an old Motown record from like the sixties or something that you like you just like play a you play a random album and you'll be like, Oh, I've heard this before, I thought. And yeah. like it's crazy how that works. So yeah, yeah, give the album another listen if y'all haven't uh oh yeah yeah oh yeah definitely dark Bowls candidate and that next lifetime interpolation was a1 i like how they mixed that in the hook and had the queen herself you know in that in that feature as well so uh are we still, are we still uh, on the pop album about the uh, erica yeah, the low-key song. Yeah, the low-key. That was cool. It was like, yeah, low-key was cool. It was cool because the words were kind of the same, but uh, the beat was different. But yes. uh, it was the same essence of the same song, yeah. Yeah. So we still on the pop album right now? Yeah, I've been listening to nothing but pop. So. Yeah. Um, that pop album. We talked about... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt, Matthew. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. Uh, I mean, I just had a couple of thoughts on the pop album. I mean, like, you could ask Kevin. Like, that's the only thing we listened to prior to Complex Con leading up to it. Uh, you know, I'm glad that we got this, you know, polished work. It was like 17, 17 records, right, on, on that album. So if you listen to Meet the Woo and Meet the Woo 2, it's like the contrast as far as, that album or those albums compared to this one, like Meet the Woo and Meet the Woo Two, I felt like all went at like one speed. Like it was just drill beats, drill beats, eight oh eight, you know, eight oh eight mellow. It felt like the same the way, tempo, right? Which I liked, which which I liked, right? It, it was cool, um, and it was just a nice change of pace. Like you didn't, you didn't, it, everything just didn't go at one speed. It had a little bit of everything, like especially yeah yeah. Like once you hit, you get hit with yeah yeah, it kind of switches up the tone a little bit. Um, the features were cool. I could have done without the Tiger feature. Um, but other than that, it was cool. 
the Quavo, a little bit too heavy on the Quavo features. I think we mentioned it in our group chat, and I mentioned it to Jace that it would have been cool to leave out Quavo and put in 5EO, but it looks like we are getting 5EO in the, the deluxe version. Deluxe. I, it's just you hear these songs, right, and you got Lil Baby on there. You got Dub Baby as features. You got King Combs and that verse, in my opinion, he bodied. And then there's other features you wish they, you know, other artists you, you wish you could have worked with. Like, I wish they snuck in like a Young M.A. verse. I think Young M.A. would have been hard on a pop track. Uh, they could even snuck in a drink. I think, uh, think Pusha T goes pretty hard on a pop track. Oh, yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. You, you guys so want to get in that? that you guys want to get in that? So, you guys want to get in that? Are they, are they bringing Paranoia onto the Deluxe? I, or, think I heard so. there was like a glitch with that, right? Didn't oh, they, I don't know. I'd assume, they try I, to I, I'd assume so. I'd assume okay. they'd bring that on. People fake leaking stuff honest, all the time. Now. I think it's up in the air right now. Okay. I feel like. I feel like there's a possibility that they would just, Steven Victor would just be like, well, please expand, Kevin. Please expand on your, on your thoughts. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like it could just bring too much, too much drama. And like they, yeah. like they were staying on JBP. Like it's just gonna It's going to take too much from pop smoke, you know, like I feel that. Yeah. So it shouldn't be about that. Yeah. Do you respect what Young Thug had to say then to, to push? I do, but at the same time, I I also see what Push had to say back. I could ride the fence on that one. Like once again, yeah, I could ride, I really I'm riding the care. fence. I'm riding the fence. I really don't care because I love both artists, and like if they're slandering each other, then they could just you know they have yeah. the time to do that. They're celebs. And, they're they're yeah, they're both. And yeah, I will repeat what they were saying on Joe Budden. Um, pretty much just like Pusha T doesn't need Young Thug's approval, like. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Pusha yeah. T doesn't give a fuck. I, it's just, you kind of, I'm not sure how the feature came about, like, as far as. Yeah, we don't know. The it, I'm, I'm not sure if, like, Steven Victor was like, hey, yo, like, we're going to put this track together. Like, I never, re- I didn't dive, I didn't even bother to dive deep into it and figure out, like, hey, like, you kind of knew what was going on. And if he was going to be on this track, you kind of knew. But what did, what did Push say? Push said that Thug did the, the verse first, right? Or I he heard the, or or push went first. I, I know think, push went after. Oh no, go ahead, Kyle. Go ahead. Oh, I think push actually spoke on it. Like he posted something on Instagram on his story. He was like, "One, don't feel bad. Nobody knew what the verse was about." And he went on to say, "The label heads that stopped it didn't even know, um, and they only assumed because he told them." Yeah. The same way he told about the Ross Maybach six verse. See, I, I just it's it's hard for me to stay invested in in rap beef like this, especially if Young Thug's involved. Because I know Young Young Thug doesn't really like to, you know, he he stays in his own lane, doesn't really want to put his beef out there. Like he mm-hmm. did say, this rap shit is gay, and it sometimes can get like that, for lack of a better term. But yeah, yeah, better term. Can you? What's up? There's probably some better terms you could have used. Oh yeah, yeah, on. but they, but that's Thug. You know, Thug that's gets a thugger. pass when he when he talks like that. You know. But if to me, it's just it's hard for me to care. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, we know we love Push. I know everybody here has some sort of, you know, affinity for Pusha T. But the thing is, at the at the end of the day, it's like, okay, he's going to talk about Drake and he could do this for, um, um, uh, you know, 20 more tracks, 20 more features if you wanted to. He could hop on a Griselda track and then diss Drake. He could hop on whatever feature as a feature and, and diss Drake. And, you know... The last thing we heard he from gets Drake, all that free press. 
he, yeah, exactly. And Drake doesn't really yeah. mind because he's like, hey, he, he keeps my name in his mouth. That's that's what feeds his family. That's what feeds his kids. That's what put that's what puts uh, clothes on their back and food on the table. Mm-hmm. And the only thing that we've heard from Drake was that rap radar interview, and he briefly touched on it for like eight minutes at most. And here we still got push. But at the end of the day, we got an affinity for push. You know, I'm not sure what your affinity is for Drake, but we got, you know, some sort of affinity for Drake. We got affinity for, for Thug at the end of the day. So at the end of the day, it's like, hey, we're, we'll, we'll, we'll ride regardless. Yeah, it's just tough for me because I like them both a lot. And, like, one, I, I fell in love with Clips before I started listening to Drake. Oh, of course. I think everybody so, uh, everybody here did. Yeah. But also at the other end, like, are people are people just sick of hearing push rap about that shit? I was gonna say yes, it's personally right. monotonous to me. Yeah, is it, like Drake's not saying anything. That's what yeah. a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. If just, you go on Twitter, that... you got Drake stands that just ride for Drake hard and slander push every second they get. I think people need to stop acting like he's talking about Drake every time he talks about inauthentic rappers or rappers being fake or rappers with a persona that they try to portray that yeah. isn't real and that your fans don't feel you or whatever he says. And a lot of his disses, he never says anything that makes when you really listen to what he says, he doesn't say anything that sounds like he's talking about Drake. It just sounds like he's talking about somebody. And then somebody on Twitter connects it to Drake. And then now it's about Drake, right? So, like, when you really think about it, that's why he would say, no one even knows who I was talking about. Like, what do you... He was like, I might Same even buy a home album. House in Mississauga. This one's about that's pretty Drake. pretty specific, bro. This one's about Drake. Hey, I, might, let me, let I me, might even... I mean, like... Saga's close to Toronto. We get it. Okay. Very close. Right. I mean, P&D. Yeah, P&D's from there, but he's an OVO affiliate, right? But let me piggyback on, on Jace real quick, what he said, because in this day and age with the social media era and us hanging on to it and hanging on to beef because celebrities and rappers and artists have that platform just to piggyback on what Jay said. Like I'm not the biggest Nikki fan, but Nikki can spit something and pretend that she's talking. She could be talking about some random girl from NY and we'll interpret it and say, Oh, it's, it's about Beyonce. You know what I'm saying? So like, well, it was like Cardi B, right? Like every time I'm she not sure. Cardi and Cardi I don't, was, was Cardi B. <laughs> yeah. But this last one, I remember one, that, that whole thing they had, what was the last verse that she did that everyone thought it was about Beyonce that Nikki Nikki did? She was on a or not Cardi B, uh, Remy. Remy. They think that she's dissing Remy whenever she's dissing somebody. What they think she? Uh, she made that powerful, very powerful uh, remix to uh, Ether. You know, Sheether said yeah, the streets at the, end, at the end of the day, it's let's like not love forget to, about Sheether. All right. We love to tie these beefs together anytime somebody feels like somebody's being mentioned in a song excuse me, in a song. And that's just what we love to do. And I feel like we can't help it as humans and as hip hop fans, we can't help but tie people to beefs because that's what we're kind of fascinated about. And I feel that everybody's so buddy buddy nowadays in hip hop that anytime there's some sniff of a beef, we automatically pounce on it. I'm not, I'm kind of lucky that I'm not one of those people because I really don't care about rap beef as much anymore because nothing's ever going to top rap beefs from like the early 2000s or mid 90s or whatever so that that's just me you know what i'm saying no i feel that i think it's safe to say that everyone did not want people to be distracted from this work of art right exactly yes because once, it's, once again it's tarnishing pop 
and mm-hmm. yeah. we we could all point fingers and point point blame at at somebody, but it just depends on how you feel about it. I feel it doesn't. I feel there's a time and place for it. Yes, I mean I love pop just as much as you know the biggest pop stand in the world, but it it, it there's a time and a place. I get that. I get both sides to the to the argument there. Now, if I were to play devil's advocate, yeah, I could see where each person is coming from. I could see where Thug's coming from, where Steven Victor's coming from, where Bush yeah. coming Honestly, from. Honestly, Bush should have done that on his own song, right? Yeah, and that's what that's that's what the main I mean, argument is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, is there anything else you want to add to Pop, Kev? I just think that um, I think uh, real quick. I was just going to say to touch on that. Um, there's a reason why they made a whole show called Beef. And it was on like Spike TV or whatever network. That that they was. had movies, Beef Two. It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix now because they took it off of like TV or whatever, and they made, put all the episodes. I rented that shit on Hollywood Video. <laughs> I feel like people have a fascination with, with yeah, yeah. That's wild. All right, that's a deep cut right there. Some of y'all, some of y'all wasn't outside when it was going and renting DVDs at Hollywood Video, going oh, to Game Crazy. It was VHS. It was VHS. That beef on VHS. Damn. Some of y'all kids out there don't even know what that acronym means. What? Yeah, that's more yeah, like an avid uh, blockbuster render. I was uh, I was both at one point. It just got to the point where who was who was closer. That's true. Yeah. More, yeah. More hey, wasn't it weird to you? Lie, know, this is kind of this is kind of random. But you remember when you would buy movies at Blockbuster? They'd be like twenty nine bucks for a DVD, and then you go to Best Buy, it's like nineteen ninety nine. Like the same day it comes out. I never noticed. I never bought movies. I just remember buying them on Netflix and then being like dumb cheap. If you just decided to buy them when they mailed them to your house already, they were like (laughs) dollars and shit and you just didn't get a case. And that's when I realized like, uh oh, why the fuck do I got to go to Blockbuster? You could finesse so hard with burning DVDs. Who needs a case? That's what I'm saying. I was just about to ask you guys. Did did y'all's dad... Um, rent DVDs at Hollywood Video or Blockbuster and copy them, and then just started like a, a full-on collection of DVDs. Allegedly, yes. allegedly. Yes, yeah, mine allegedly. either. Mine didn't either. I just, yeah, yeah. Just asking for yeah, a friend. I, I, yeah, just asking for a friend. I think people still still do that with Redbox. I'm not going to say any names or mention any relatives, but yes, uh, Redbox is they. You could still rip off Redbox, store it on your hard drive. Um, doesn't really <laughs> retain that. a full. So this doesn't really retain the full 4K, but hey, people still do that shit. Yeah, I mean, if, box, if I had to, right, bro. The real 90s kids remember the Sega Dreamcast game burning motherfucking scam. All right. You put the disc in there, you let it run, you take it out, you put the burnable disc in there, you oh. run it, take it out, put the other disc back in there, and then you got a whole ass game. Take it back to Hollywood video. There you go. You got I wanted you got, a Dreamcast. You got Crazy so Taxi bad, for free. Or bro. free. Got crazy. Dreamcast was nuts. I I remember going to my cousin's house playing all the Sonic games on there, and the graphics were so lit. I was like, "Yo, I need." Yo, Sonic had fire graphics. Sonic on that console was fire, dude. Nobody played that unless you had Sega. Those were like Mm -hmm. the first basketball games, those two K games on the Dreamcast, where you're like, "Oh yeah, bro, that's Phil Jackson." Like you could tell that's Phil Jackson. You're like, "Dude, that's Kobe." Holy shit! Like it looked like Kobe. It looked like Phil Jackson. He's got like the wild turkey neck, and they look hella blocky. But like back in the day. Hey, remember when you had to make the free throws and you had to make the arrows line up? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you had to use the triggers. Your fucking siblings just shaking your fucking screen. You had to use the triggers. 
Whoever oh came up with God. that system <laughs> needed to get fired ASAP. Oh, that shit was hilarious, bro. Only bro, some people weren't outside for that either. Remember when, like, okay, so remember on 2K, how, like, you'd have to shoot free throws, and then it was just, like, the line moving back and forth on the backboard, and you had to, like, line it up perfectly in the middle. And then I think that was NBA. Yeah, that was NBA Live. That was on Live. Yeah, that, that was, was Live, NBA yeah. Live. It was, like, the weird dashboard, dash line moving back and forth, and then you had to center it perfectly on the line. Man. There are no cap. A 2K21 trash I'm getting on NBA Live. Y'all hear it here first. If they make another game, they bro. Because this Live talking- was the last one. I thought they were uh, – in the works of doing that i heard fucking like, rumors about that i'm not fucking with like these giant biceps and skinny forearms and giant hands and like big ass foreheads like everybody had don't a big get forehead. on 2k everybody Jeez, had a big forehead on NBA life everybody on nba live got big ass heads for sure yeah and, like big ass forearms and biceps and like all their bodies were like misproportioned like i'm playing nba street nba street was the shit though hey, volume two whoo did you guys ever uh, play like N- NFL Street? That shit was so fun. All the street games went hard. Oh, FIFA. NFL Blitz? You know, FIFA went Bro. hard, dude. For real. Yeah, FIFA, FIFA Street, Street was cold. Y'all ever play FIFA Street? Yeah, FIFA Street was I hard. I didn't play that one as much. That shit was cold. Backyard backyard Yo. baseball, too, was hard. Backyard basketball. The last FIFA I played was like on the original Xbox back when um, Cristiano was playing for Manchester United. Oh, yeah, like, you, went, you went deep. Wayne Rooney and shit, yeah. Yeah, last FIFA I played. Backyard was baseball was cold. Oh, backyard baseball was the shit. But the last FIFA yeah. I remember playing fully was when like Ronaldinho was still. F- he was with Barcelona. So you, yeah, Barcelona. Yeah, that yeah. was like, the last fucking FIFA I played. Yeah. Yeah. Jace, you want to get into Jada, Will, and Og? Let me tell y'all something. I I didn't want to like. I didn't want to miss a couple of things on the music topic, so I'm glad we got back here because August dropped a hell of an album, all right? Amidst all the entanglement that he might have been dealing with, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, he he released a great body of work. Uh, he is go ahead super talented. Listen. He's super talented, and he doesn't. He probably shouldn't waste his time on all this fuckery and should just continue to put out music. But, you know, it's a hell of a, hell of a publicity stunt, you know? Jace, hey, forgive me. Uh, oh, fuck, you, know, you guys got to forgive me. Fuck. We can't forget about our Queens, man. Some Queens dropped some fire this week, too. Y'all listen to that Snow single? That Snow That video, that video was fire, too. Fire. The video was so good, bro. All the colors and the lights and, like, yo. Have a summer season. Uh, apparently, I'm asleep. I was really hoping it would be, like, an actual EP instead of, like, a single or whatever. I thought it was going to be an EP, too. You can never tell when they say, oops, this Friday, and they show and they the drop. It's like, what bothers me is when the album art is so fucking fire that you think it's going to be a mixtape. You're like, you got to hold out on the album covers and you can't use it just for a single. Just drop like, if it's going to be a single, just have it be text. Don't have it be some yeah, like exactly. nice image. Don't have it be some nice imagery. If it's, nice, if it's some nice imagery for a single and you don't tell us it's going to be a single, we're automatically going to think it's going to be an EP. You know what I'm saying? Some simple yeah, exactly. Stuff. Yeah, they put the little like rental advisory sticker on the little picture with and the graphic, like, and I'm like, yeah. "Ooh, this is gonna be a project." I just know it. Cause snow also cover. snow's cover. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was just gonna say um, before we get to more more, more heat dropped by uh, you know the queens out here. Uh, I wanted to mention just because you know we from the city, we from Portland or whatever. Um, a really good single, uh, me and a with Young Thug compensating. I don't know if y'all heard that yet, but it's kind of cool. It's a bop. I like it. Well, check that out. Sorry, Amine, Amine, 
No, who's the fe- I heard Amina. Who's the feature? Young Thug. Oh, Young Thug. Oh, damn. Amina can rap his ass off. He's like a jack of all trades. He could do any flow. Shout out Amina. Yeah, shout out Amina. Yo, that dude pod. can do any flow. We should and definitely get Amina on here. Hometown hero. Yeah, get the plug. Get the plug, Jace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Set him up with a little yeah. interview. That'd be cool, man. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, um, y'all hear that summer project? Yes. Great. great I listened to it at least three or four times because it's an easy listen. It's just only five tracks. The party, I think this is like the most party next door influence I've heard from her in like one project. You know that some like random ass like reference tracks are going to probably leak out on at least one of these songs. Like, like, I, love like I felt like when I heard that Rihanna song work, I just knew that it was a party next door like like song. Like it just sounded like yep. it. And then when that reference track came out, man. But yeah, man, great album. That song with him on it is cool. So I that song, that song was cool, yeah. Uh, was, was, I want to say that it's so it's, it's such a trip t- to hear reference tracks and just how shit like that works. Especially in this day and age. It's just yeah, especially in this day and age, it just it it's so cool and it's like it just you don't get to see that you don't get to hear like a lot of behind the scenes shit. Yeah, as far as reference track goes, I guess that's the topic kind of wanted to cover too, like. Um, I love a reference track for like an R&B song or whatever, but how do you guys feel when you hear reference tracks for like rap songs? Like, for example, if you hear like a guy like writing a complete reference track for a song where he's talking about some other dude's city, this dude might be from Atlanta, for example, and he's writing, you know, writing from the six with my I've never woes, heard a reference track and, like that. You know, he's from Atlanta, but he's writing this song from somebody for somebody that's from like Toronto or, or yeah. I don't know. I don't know, know what you're talking about. About their city. How would you like do you guys feel like like in rap music, do you feel like that affects your uh, authenticity <laughs> or do you just feel like, you know, lending the lending the pen because you're overworked maybe, uh, you know, they have the flexibility to do such things. I feel do like it's feel a like, nice I feel like it's a nice homage. Are you like, taking a jab at my boy? I think this that might have been a that might have been a sneak diss. Yeah, it could but, be a little sneak dissy. Um, yeah, you're getting real specific there, Jason. Yeah, I just feel like fuck, um, I just feel like I don't like <laughs> reference tracks for uh, for rap songs. That's all I'm saying. No, I, I understand. He's got the right words that rhyme and come up with cadences, and you know, you get all these millions of dollars. I mean, if you're not writing the song, I don't know how I feel about that. You know. What you got? What y'all think of that? No one Noah feature that dude on the summer track. Are you kind of yeah mixed feelings about that? I fuck dude? with that. You fuck with that? Yeah. I still don't know how I feel yet. So give me some time. I I had never heard of him before listening to that track, but now I'm intrigued to, to oh, find he was out on what like, he got. What like what two tracks, got? three yeah. tracks? He was on like on two tracks, but he he might grow on me eventually, especially if mm-hmm. he drops like a Lucy here and there. I haven't heard anything from him. That was my first time too. So yeah, I like I, I love it. Cool. Once you hear guitar strings on a summer track, you know that. It's a wrap. You're mesmerized. You're enveloped. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know Kyle has an affinity for summer, so. <laughs> yeah, I'm scared. Yeah, affinity beard. for Galacticor. <laughs> yeah. Galacta? Galactica? Galacticor. Oh, or Galacticor. 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 That's right. Yeah. Galacticor. Yeah. Yeah, so we're never checked out on that page. Do you keep running that? Yeah, man, it's uh, she be giving it up on there. 
Yeah, man, that page must be fire because I heard Matt say Glackahoy like six times. Golly, man. No, we were trying to figure out how to pronounce it because I was saying it one way. words, really. And I was saying it another way. I was just like, I remember y'all showed me that the other day and I was like, wow, like, I mean, like the fake Instagram page thing. I thought people didn't do that anymore, especially not famous people, I guess. So that was kind of interesting to see that people That's definitely her. She's like the only one who could get away with that shit. I'm sure Doja Cat's got a couple sleeper Instagram pages too out there yeah. in the world. If we're talking like, but yeah, I don't know, man. I thought that was interesting. Um, you know, wasn't any music on there. She was like burning incense and like dancing and stuff. So I guess like you know, mm-hmm. just another page for all that content for all those holistic vibes. That's pretty much what it is. It's, if you want to give it up or burn incense, and that's kind of where you want to go if you're interested in that sort of thing. That's kind of that's kind of your page right there up your alley if you're into that shit apparently kyle is playing <laughs> all right right i'm not letting my girl listen to this pod or at least this episode okay i respect that yeah i respect that um but with that being said i mean as far as new music that came out you know um i uh i didn't get a chance to mention the uh, juice world project you know another posthumous album that came out and uh i liked it a lot um i, I heard nothing the, but good things those what was that I've heard nothing but good things. Yeah, I would give it a listen. You know, I thought it was cool. Uh, yeah, he's got a few songs on there that I liked a lot. And, uh, you know, they're still making remixes to Racks in the Middle. So that's that's cool. You know, shout out to Nipsey. I listened to this random uh, reggaeton. I love that song, bro. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. And Alicia Keys put out a single, Perfect Way to Die. Let me tell you, what Fire. a song. I love playing what? that song like uh, right when you get paid, like right when that direct deposit hit. Playing what song? The music feel different. Racks huh? in the middle. Ooh, yeah, the, ooh, the, the music that. hit different during, during the direct deposit. That's a mood. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big mood. Yeah, I still play back then by Mike Jones. Um, when I oh, uh, get paid, that's yeah. still my uh, my go to. Yeah. That's kind of all of us. I think I feel like back then applies to a lot of dudes in high school who felt like they were slept on. I think I could speak for all you guys. I feel like, you know, I, mean, I kind of feel like the opposite. Part of, you know, I feel like I, mean, I feel like everybody kind of they did want me. <laughs> <laughs> everybody, everybody likes a nice glow up, you know, especially when it's about you. Mm-hmm. Hey, what was yeah, you know? I mean, surprise of the oh, go ahead. Sorry, my bad. Oh, I was just gonna say another one. Uh, there was this track called Gentrification by Big Crit that he put out. Uh, that was pretty good too. Um, I thought it was pretty, pretty solid. Uh, Big Kurt's another one of those, one of those Southern artists I look to for, uh, you know, in times of need, you know. Really, yeah, you've uh, been on, you've been on Crit heavy since I've been on, when. been on the Crit wave since I was one of the few people I feel like that was talking about, you know, just how much I liked how he, uh, you know, mixed, mastered, you know, recorded, yeah. made the beat, rap, sung a little bit, did the whole song. And then, like, all his mixtape records, man. Big crit, man. His mixtape records, if you guys get on Datpiff, those will be much better are, than his albums. Live from the Underground? Yeah, yeah. What were you saying, Kyle? I was saying Live from the Underground. That's what – that was, like, the first Big Crit That was his first album. Yeah. That was first, like, studio album. Oh, okay. That was, like, right. his yeah. first studio album, but he had um, – King Remembered in Time. King Remembered in Time. Crit was here. Um, but my favorite is uh, Return of Forever. Man. Return of Forever. It's the return of forever hope. Yeah, that shit's a classic. Oh man, that shit was fire, man. And the uh, last crit project that I took the time to listen to is because I've been so 
tuned out. Like I've been like listening to more mainstream shit. The, the last crit project that I listened to and actually like took the time to sit down and listen to was Catalactica. Oh shit. That was like Yeah, that was cool, man. Ago. That song Lack Lack was still was still a bop. Yeah. I still like listen to Lap Lack Lack. Um but yeah. yo, um on his most the one uh the most recent one uh that I was listening to was uh the one with that uh have you guys heard that nineteen ninety nine song with him and Lloyd? That's a bop. Mm-hmm. I kind so, of heard yeah. that one. Well, do I have a treat for you fellas? Oh, yeah. Let me tell you guys something. Underrated. Underrated. Yo, Lloyd's kind of a cheat code, huh? He kind of just sneaks out there and just makes the whole song. She said, I owe you a little the way she dropped But maybe so. She said, I'll probably leave if she don't pop. We'll never know. She get dying on. She's going to grind on. We no shame. Give her time on. Go to grind on. Do her thing. I ain't the type of trick, but she go hard for the call. Type the bus it open wide and help me blow down the floor. We're never going to get on Spotify, dude. Hey, man. I just wanted to give you guys the essence of it real quick. Um, but, you know, I mean, technically, you know, with the sound effects and the talking, it's technically an interpolation. So please, please don't strike us down. We're just paying homage to a classic record by Chrysler. All right. Anyways, with that being said, yeah, I mean, I felt like there was a, there was a lot of random Lucy's that came out this week. But uh, I felt like, you know, there's if you looked and you dug, you found some good projects. You know, I really liked the Lil Durk album as well. I didn't get a chance to mention that one either. Great one. Great one. Yeah, the Lucy's were from were, were from like A list rappers and artists. Like the kid yeah, like Cuddy, the kid Cuddy like, Eminem Lucy was like the surprise of the week. Oh yeah, see, I haven't given that a listen just yet. Actually, that's it. Good? Was actually like Cuddy got into like his Man on the Moon bag, and he let Eminem kind of hop on and join in. And you know how Eminem just over enunciates words in these songs and raps as fast as you can and like every single one of them like in these recent like 2019 2020 features this one he kind of he kind of floated a little bit and i think that it's just it set the mood i mean it i mean it it supplemented the mood i mean that's what i meant to say and it was kind of one of those tracks where you didn't mind hearing this 2020 eminem go in a little bit it was a it was a surprise lucy of the week the most the most disappointing Lucy of the week to me was Ego Death with Ty and F- FKH uh, Twigs and Kanye and I don't know who the fourth uh, who was the fourth person on that but it was just very very just plain it was a plain Lucy yeah Skrillex, Skrillex. could do without yeah yeah the, uh, this is Skrillex produced production as you could tell um yeah Skrillex I feel like has fallen off a lot since his uh wild for the night days with uh ASAP Rocky because that was a good crossover little record all right because I don't care what anybody says that was nothing like any of the other songs on that album and that worked but this one I don't know I feel like I'm tired of seeing Ty Dolla Sign over the 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 vibey house records and like yeah I definitely want to just hear him do some like uh some like uh you know something more that like it sounds more like his original work i feel like 
he always kind of came out and did like songs like Paranoid or, you know, something like that. But he always had like, you know, horses in the stable or something like horses. that. Tell you that he had like the ability to write. Like, or Noya? Really Noya with Trey songs? Yeah, yeah. Noya was cool. And then he had, you know, he had like, uh, you know. Miracle? With, with Belief a song, you know. What was that one? Sitting Pretty? Sitting Pretty? Nah, or nah, or like or nah the was, one. Yeah, or nah uh, was hard. Something new, something new was a bop. Yeah, something something, something new, new was a bop for the TikTok fans, man. That song came out like three years before. TikTok. I know, and then TikTok, and then TikTok just blew it up. That was hella smart of him, cause like I could tell that like that blew that song up because yeah, it was already like on the radio when it came out, but I'm sure that did some numbers. But yeah, like I'm cool, I'm cool on that, you know. Like I liked when uh, he had his like. Had his cousin rapping through the jail phone and uh yeah. he's talking about you know when he's on his like that song no justice man yeah that song no justice is a great song and despite the, the mic quality because you know jail phone it's a great song and it shows like a lot more depth i feel like in his in his craft than him going on a song that somebody yeah. else made like i like him when he's on like the drugs production and it's like he made the beat. So, I don't know. I feel that. I didn't like that, Lucy, either. But I'll give that Kid Cudi one of us. Yeah, it's uh, it's good. It's good. If I mean, you don't have to be an Eminem fan to listen to a Cudi track. You could skip over if you wanted to. But he kind of floated on it. And that's saying a lot for 2020 Eminem. I do have a question, though. I have a question for Kyle. Because I know um, his girl, uh, I'm assuming, listened to that new Saweetie Pretty Bitch Freestyle that she dropped. Did she? Is she playing that over and over again in the car? <laughs> I don't think she. I don't think she has yet, to be honest. The only At reason why I ask because I know girls the are. The only reason why I know because I know girls are into that. You know, they get they like to get into their sweetie, Meg the Stallion bag. You know what I'm saying? Do I want to be in the car when that's being played? Is the question. Do you want to? That's a question for yourself. I don't know. I guess I'll have to find out. I guess I will find out eventually. Oh no! But I just wonder if she time. heard it. I mean, I take sweetie with a grain of salt. I mean, tap like it's just too many, too many samples and interpolations from my liking. Meg does. Meg, I know I complained about that last episode, but I feel Meg does it better and it's more tasteful when she does it instead of, uh, instead of once Saweetie does it, because. What's your issue with kinda, samples and interpolations? I have to know. I have to know. It's just when it's like that's your um you're going to, you're going to the well too many times, like consecutively especially when it's like kind of like a hot look for you during, you know, quarantine or whatever, like this whole scene with interpolations and samples, just not necessarily transforming it too much. It's like you keep too many of the same elements in it. I got to I got to take back what I said about the Meg one. Cause the Meg one, she kind of did it justice. I felt like that one, she did justice. The last one with the easy E sample. I mean, it was the essence of the song in the same yeah. flow, but like it was her flipping all the words to. Yeah, know, I think that one went hard. I think that one went hard a little bit, and I'm, I'm, I'll be the first one to you know take back what I said about that track because that track kind of went hard. I don't know, man. I feel like you can't really. I don't know. I get what you're saying that, but at the same time, you know, you can't close your eyes to you know the, you know, really good covers out there in the world because there's. Like every great Lauren Hill song was a cover that everybody goes so crazy about. Like the majority of those were covers. All those Jackson Five records that people go crazy about were mostly covers. Like there's a lot of really good songs. Like everybody thinks My Girl is a Temptation song and it's a cover. Like there's so many. Like it took that from Otis and don't nobody give him no credit for that. Like I feel like there's so many good songs that you never knew 
covers or whatever. So I mean, eh. I don't mind. Covers, I just feel though. like it's like it's I don't mind covers. I mean, if it sounds exactly like the other song, I just you know I'm hope they got paid for it. Yeah, I don't mind covers. That's my two cents. Yeah, covers are cool. Like if you do everything word for word and you acknowledge it as a cover, that that's that's fine with me. Like, I don't, I don't mind that. Shit! What the hell? Can y'all hear me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you were yeah. kind of lagging for a second. Yeah, yeah, my 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 shit was lagging. My bad, guys. Y'all want to keep on music? What's the what's no, the I think the, co- I think the covers are dope. Well, uh, how, how do you feel about that, Kevin? No, I think I think the covers are dope, but I can see where Matthew's saying where like if it's just doing it too much and if that's all you can make your name i mean it's fine yeah yeah. but if you're going to the well too much and in like this short amount of time in this period and it's like okay like do something just like a little bit more original like i'm not really asking for much it's just Mm -hmm. yeah let me just you know don't go to like when they you think when they do those songs they're like purposely wanting us to like recognize this as like oh yeah this is just a flip of the like we're the target audience. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, I think they they want us to acknowledge that it's a flip, but at the same time, it's <laughs> like they they they're so desperate to, either, I want to say desperate. They just want people to have ears on them so much that that's what they would go to. That's what they would resort to is some sort of like heavy sample, consecutive tracks like or every other track within like a three month span. That's just that's just me. I just yeah. feel like as an artist, you you would want to be recognized for like an original piece of work rather than you know digging in the well. Yeah, I mean it's it's cool when like you want to do it for like a summer. If you want to do like one, if you mm-hmm. want to drop like one track for a summer and have it be like for sure a sample of something. Like I think a prime example of, of what I like as a sample is uh, that I need a Migos track where they sample Fifty Cent. Like that one's cool. Like I could fuck with that one heavy. Like it's just, they just use the same beat, the same patterns, and they don't do too much to to kind of like have it be overbearing. You know? Wait, what I'm I missed it. Did you say the Pop Smoke song? No, the Migos track. The I need it where they sample Fifty Cent. Oh, I haven't heard it. Yeah, it's it's like a pretty hot single. They play it on the radio all the time. You ever heard that one? I'll have to look it up. I'll okay, it's it. it's hot. Um, the Wheezy of Lucy was cool. You listen to that one? No, I haven't. That one's pretty good. I slept on that one. Uh, I know you guys, well, I know Kyle kind of listens to Griselda. I know you guys, some casual, some casual Griselda listeners, but, um. I've been sleeping on him, honestly. West Side Guns Project, I think was a little bit too soon after Pray for Paris. I listened to it because I knew that you guys probably wouldn't listen to it. So I was like, you know what? Let me try to bring some content of the pod and do some homework a little bit but i mean the west side gun project was cool it's just it was a little too slow other than that it was you know just take it for what it is it's a griselda project and i'll keep taking griselda projects it's, you know as long as they pump them out keep pumping them out i'll i'll still consume them so. true well shit we've been on music for a, a good minute huh yeah i don't know where our moderator's at this is <laughs> We we were initially talking about the whole uh, entanglement, I think. Do you want to get back on that? Go ahead, Jaden. I will love. Yeah, give us your give us your two cents. 
Well, so, I mean, obviously everyone knows about it and it's pretty aware, but I was telling Kevin earlier that I think it's funny that they set this whole stage up, right, to be completely clear and 100% transparent. Yeah. And he decides to use that verbiage. I think I think that's kind of what got Will a little hot, too, in my opinion. Was the verbiage? Yeah, what do you guys think? My thing with the, the whole quasi-love triangle and breakup and, you know, entanglement thing, my position on that is... Yeah, you could call it a money grab. You could interpret it as such. You can call it a publicity stunt. You could interpret it as such. To me, with all this toxic energy and that being the, you know, the hit conversation amongst our culture, I feel that it's a lot harder for celebrities and I'm not caping for celebrities. It's just I, I, I empathize with them to an extent where I feel that this is real shit and this is something that August wanted to put out there. Just, I'm not sure if it's for a rollout or if it's something that he really wanted to get off his chest or if it was really in love and wanted to tell it how it is, whatever the case may be. I think that he instigated it. This is something that's been buried for the last four years. In my opinion, he didn't have to bring it up, but he had some urge or some need to bring it up and the did you guys watch the red table talk the whole thing yeah okay my thing is with that is i'm gonna try to keep it clean and not too toxic for this uh male demographic but you know that's some real shit you could interpret it as a money grabber publicity stunt all you want but at the end of the day it's people dealing with real shit and I get it as a celebrity. There's more temptation out there. There's more, there's more instances for you to get caught up in a quote unquote entanglement. And it's just easier when you have all this money and all this power. And regardless if you're male or female, because the thing that we're us men are always shocked about is female have females have the power to do some shit, man. It could break your heart and, you know, tear you into a million pieces at a snap of a finger you know what i'm saying and sometimes that we get caught off guard because we don't think that they're capable of doing so just at me next time bro (laughs) i wasn't even thinking about that (laughs) but you know we we, we're just shocked that you know but can you elaborate a little bit on that what do you mean that like females can break our heart at the snap are you saying that i'm saying that exactly what to say and do like if you could elaborate or unpack that a bit for me i'm saying that we always you know, if we look to toxic behavior, we always think it's some like male generated shit. Like we think it's like being perpetrated by like a future or some sort of like big time, you know, ego driven male. But at the same time, it's like, Hey, you know, females can do this too. Is where that's where I'm coming from. And, and yeah, that's pretty much all I got to say. And I, I really don't invest too much time and invest too much, shit into what's going on with august or will or jada but the only thing i could take away from it just to summarize everything i just said is you know it's it's just is what it is you know i really wanted you to i just like i i I, i'm glad that you that you you know that you spoke your piece on it and like i just really wanted you to use the term like double standard because like i feel as though like 
that's it's really showcasing the double standard just through the media that people have for men versus women. And I feel like if it was if the tables were turned, I feel like I wonder how it would happen. Um, but it's kind of weird how I mean, I don't know, right? Because like I I feel like it's like a weird social experiment they're doing or something. If it's not for if it's not for publicity, it's like some mm. kind of weird weird shit like that. Because like it's like I don't know, man. It's like it seems. It seems kind of fake to me. Like, I don't know. Like, when you... I respect that. I just don't... I don't know. And, like, it's it's like... They just seem to... You know, like, when they spoke about it on the interview on the Red Table Talk, it didn't really seem like... Like, Will's a hell of an actor, right? Yeah. But I've seen that face. I've seen Pursuit of Happiness, right? I knew you were going to say that. When he put in the motherfucking machines, he made the exact same face. And he was like, damn, I'm not going to be able to sell this machine. And they slept in the bathroom. What I'm saying is, this dude Will is a hell of an actor. So don't sell him short. Because I, it's like, and I also wonder kind of like in the background, like he seems way too cool about it. It's not like he was waiting for them to, you know, like, I just don't think that it's like it, he was like got off scot-free. You know, like it's not like, I don't, I think he was up to something too. No, you're you know? 100%, you're 100% right, Jace. Because with those Red Table Talks, I feel like we only hear... 35% of everything that's going on. Like with the Jordan Woods thing and the Tristan Thompson thing, I felt like we only heard like 25% of it. So it's easy, it's easy to believe that Will might have done some shit to have Jada react. We don't know what was going on in the relationship. But once again, they're celebrities. When you're a celebrity, you have power, you have fame, you have money. You kind of at some points lack responsibility in the actions that you that you do. And with all that money and fame comes temptation. And it's easy to say that even for us or even for other people, you know, all around the world from all, you know, different demographics, temptation is everywhere. Just depends on how you can handle it. But you're hundred percent right. There's, there's more to meet the eye with this whole argument. We don't know what the fuck happened with them. That's between them. And I wouldn't blame them for airing out everything that they had under their belt. And yeah, it's easy to believe that there's, two sides to every story and there just might be something else that might be going on you know under under the covers but let's say this <laughs> now nah, go ahead no yeah, funny right? go ahead. Go ahead, Kevin. let's say this let's take away the publicity stunt shit let's throw that out the window let's just say let's say they didn't do it for publicity stunt like let's say will is just a really good guy and he didn't do anything wrong. Is Jada a shitty person? In that That's case? where I talk about the double standard, right? That's yeah. kind of why I was talking about that, right? Because they make it sound really beautiful in the interview and how they, in the words of Tiana Taylor, may have, you know, they, 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 they might have, like, you know, they might lose each other, but then, you know, come right back and, you know, you know, fucking, it just doesn't make, it just seems like, I just feel like it shouldn't work like that, right? But like, that's just, I feel like it's like, if it if it's like- Let's just take the red table You can't just have a whole away. interview where you say a bunch of vague shit that doesn't make any sense. And then like, that's, that's it. Because what did you really get from it? I don't really understand. Like she used a bunch of vague language, like entanglement and stuff like that. That's why I don't dive too. That's why I try not to exactly. dive. She's trying to cover her ass. Man. And what like August mean? never really said that they did anything either. So I mean, I guess it's whatever, right? Because it's like at the end of the day, 
I mean, they're a bunch of grown adults. And they can I mean, they're still they together. They still they're guys, together guys. They were really, really, really close friends. Jada wanted to feel good. She ended up feeling good when they were together. And then she realized she wanted her husband back. That's all it was. That's all it was. I mean, all I want to speak to is just that brief moment where you thought, you know, what if this was the other way around? So, I mean, I feel like it's the only thing I think is you can't make fun of him or try to like roast him in memes and, and all this stuff because it's, it's their own personal life. And I can guarantee that a lot of these people that are trying to do that would like, you know, be caping for someone that was in the other position. Like, I don't really think that it's any of our business, but I feel like, you know, you it is what it is. And Let's Austin say this. Sounds like he's kind of burnt, and he sounds kind of like a bitter ex right now. Let's say this, Jace. Let's say this, Angela. You about these kind of things, Jace. Let's say this. What? Let's, let's say, what? say. Let's say Will was your boy. Okay. <laughs> what? Let's say Will was your boy, and you found okay. out about this the same time Will did because he's your boy, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, he he tells you, "Hey, bro, we're just gonna get back together." Would you be like, "No, nah, bro, don't. That's some ho shit." Or would you be like, all right, that's cool? Well, well, I would need you uh, to elaborate on on what this uh, this quote unquote ho shit is because I'm not aware. Um, I don't use that I'm kind sorry. of language with my uh, my comrades. Pretty progressive here, Kevin. But, uh, God damn it! This is a progressive <laughs> podcast. All right, this is a progressive podcast. All right. Oh all right. Anyways, um, no. Uh, if 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 I knew him personally, uh, and I were to say this, um, I would want to know precisely what an entanglement is. And, uh, you know, just like, I feel as though it's nobody's business what they're doing. And, uh, you know, I would just, you know, I would like to, you know, I would just say that, hey, man, I would like to not see this play out in the media because, you know, you guys have some stuff to figure out. And ultimately, it's like people care for like a week or whatever. But like who, who actually wants to see this? You know, it's painful to watch. It's like, I don't know, man. See, I don't think it's that. funny. Not I just like, that. it's funny when you see a meme and it's like, oh man, you know, crying Jordan face. Like, that's kind of funny. But like, uh, yeah, like if it it's was like, me, I would. It's like funny, anyway. it's not, but it's not funny though. Yeah, exactly. But yeah. I don't put too much stock in celebrities trying to walk around and tiptoe and beat around the bush and be vague. If you're going to say some shit, yeah, they just say some they shit. They honestly did some extra shit. It's fine. I mean, that's why I don't take too much stock into it. Uh, when I went into it, watching this interview, I was like, okay, your expectations are not going to be high. You know, you're going to hear some vague shit. And when I watched it, I was hundred percent correct. And when I watched it, I was like, okay, you know what? I'm kind of satisfied because I didn't get my hopes up. I never get my hopes up when it comes to this shit. When Jordan Woods came on the red table talk and talked about the whole Tristan thing, I knew she was going to say some vague shit. And I knew that some things weren't going to connect. And some of the timeline was kind of spotty here and there. I didn't get my hopes up, and I was like, okay, it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Just don't, yeah. It's like, you know you're going to hear words like fucking entanglement, which, which is like a shitty choice of... That's a shitty choice of action. I just on, think Jada. that, like, she did exactly what Will would have done if he was in the exact same situation. So I think just, like, with the double standard talk I'm having, I just think, like, before you try to laugh at him, would you laugh at Jada? If Will was running around with somebody out in these streets, probably not. It wouldn't be funny. It's not funny anymore, right? So, I mean, people should just mind their business because, eh, it's not that funny. 
why do we laugh? Why why do we think it's funny when it's about future though? Is it because it's future? And he like loves to subtweet and do subliminal shots here and there. It's funny when it's future because like <laughs> if he really snubbed him for a fucking autograph, that is the 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 craziest story I've ever heard in my life. But it's probably not real because how many stories like that do you see on memes every day, right? Like I'm sure 100. I'm sure <laughs> that the second best Chicago Bull of all time wouldn't just be out here snubbing kids for autographs. Like but, only like, future can drop I'm good, love, enjoy. Like he's the only one who could drop that line. <laughs> get away with yeah, it <laughs> yeah yeah that that whole situation was just funny i think just because of how it played out but i feel like that was different i yep. mean plus scotty kind of a hater yeah. <laughs> i don't know i'm just kidding no, no he's not. But, i think it's um, a different situation uh, yeah it's kind of different <laughs> like it wasn't like an open situation where they broke up for a little bit and then then it happened and then they got together again it was more like yeah. she was cheating him apparently allegedly and it's like different because like from what i got from the world jada thing it was like they broke up and then that happened and they got back together i don't know but uh i hope willow's doing okay because she's uh you know she's very talented and i hope they're uh helping her hone her craft because uh she's uh one of the most talented or the most talented of the kids in my opinion so uh you don't like i mean jada? let's talk about that if you guys had to rock would you go team jada or team jada would you guys go with Jaden or would you go with willow Whose music do you guys like more? I never really dove into that Willow bag that deep, though. That's me. Wow. So by default, just by default, it's like, it's not, I just didn't, you know, it wasn't really on my radar. I, you know, I think I could speak for a lot of people who didn't really dive into the Willow bag. I don't know. But I was, by default, I guess I got to side with Jaden because that's the only shit that I took the time to sit down and listen to. And I don't mean any disrespect by that. It's just how it is. To be honest, I kind of forget what um, what both of their music kind of sounds like. Yeah, uh, Willow's definitely more of like the alternative bag, I would say. Um, she likes Solange, like a Solange bag sort of deal? Um, no, because uh, Solange makes like, I feel like she's like a subgenre of R&B. It's like an alternative R&B sound, whereas... Um, I feel like Willow dips more into like the alternative, almost like rock genre, like kind of mm. more like Cuddy and how like mm. okay how he dipped into uh, that genre himself. Uh, Do you like but, that song? Uh, Whip my hair back and forth. That song's pop, by the way, Kevin. That song's that's not alternative. Talk about that song right now. Pop, bro. When I'm on a roll, sir. <laughs> this dude said yeah, alternative. Please. That shit is pop. <laughs> I'll put this out there. Kevin and Jace are the only two people on this podcast who can whip their hair back and forth. Yo. That I can. That yeah. I can. Kevin only a little bit. I think can a, try to do it right now. Do it, Kevin. I can kind of do it before you yesterday. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Just because you asked. All right, man. Then go to Jofer. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'll go to Kyle's dad. <laughs> Friend of the show. <laughs> I just wanted to say, like, if you haven't dipped into the Willow Smith bag, um, I'm, I don't think the listening audience knows who Jofer is, so I'm going to move on. Uh, Willow. <laughs> uh, I think Beaverton does, does, man. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah shout out. Yeah, shout out to Philly Chicken. It's all love, you, man. Yeah. You listen to this. It's all love. It's all love. <laughs> yeah, you're you're the only one I trusted with my hair back in the day too. So. Facts. I feel that. Yeah, yeah. If you got a yeah, Joe, if you're listening to this, if you got a chair open, uh, my dad's on the come up. You got a spot open. My dad's on the come up. Anyway, sorry, Jace. What were you saying? No, I just like I just like how how much range she has as an artist. 
versus yeah, like, it's like very astounding. This is going on. Yeah, I feel like she just like has that in the bag with the rap songs in the bag with the maybe she can make a pop song that I'm sure somebody else wrote because with my hair back and forth. I don't know who wrote that. Dude, it was 10 years ago. Damn, dude. Can we hear that Kurt Cobain, Willow Smith mashup? I didn't know we needed that until now. Yeah, man, man. <laughs> like I got, I get some like some like uh, Nirvana vibes uh, here and there. Um, I feel like, uh, yeah, she's a. Uh, she, I like her stuff because it's like it's different. It's got a lot of different sounds to it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like otherwise. I mean, I feel like that's about as deep as we can go into the topic of entanglement and such, guys. But uh, <laughs> I think we covered the basics. Like, <laughs> deep dive there, and I'm glad that we did. You know. Um, but you know, I feel like otherwise, um, I feel like there was some more topics we wanted to bring to the pod, right? Um, so moving on, um, what were you thinking, Kyle? What were you thinking for a good topic for the pod for this, uh, for this point? Oh, I was, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say when Matthew was mentioning TikTok, Mm -hmm. you guys heard about the U.S. considering banning TikTok. I wish they would. Per Mike Pompeo. Don't threaten me with a good time. That's oh crazy. man, I'm saying, right? Jace, like, what are you gonna do, bro? Dang, I don't know what I'm gonna do with my viral fame. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do with the something new challenge? No, dude. Jeez, we're never gonna see your we're never gonna see your savage challenge, Jace. Dude, he, he's oh, <laughs> got no. the best one. It's on I'm there. Saying, gotta know like, what to search for. Dang, Kev, we're never gonna see yours. We're never gonna see Kyle's. We're never gonna see mine. Like, I got a burner TikTok man. account that no one knows about. The streets what need What you need a burner TikTok? No, like. I got a burner account that I followed you on. Yeah, dude. You got, got a, a you got a a Finsta. You, you got a TikTok. <laughs> you be seeing all my likes and shit. You got a TikTok, bro. I'm dead. I'm dead. No, Mike said that uh, only people who want their quote unquote private information in the hands of the Chinese Communist Party should download TikTok. Here's the thing with that shit, dude. Take my information. My information is everywhere. They were, it's, it's already got, Yo, I got an iPhone. Point no return. everywhere. Yeah, our information, For we've real. reached the point of no return with information. Everybody has our shit. They have our voices. I, they have our I have no assets that they could take from me. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, it's lucky I'm straight. You're kind of lucky to be an introvert in that case. Yeah, I'm straight. Unless Zoom is doing some shit that we're not aware about. That's fine. Okay. They probably are. Shout out Zoom. Friend of the sp- sponsor of the show one day, hopefully. <laughs> Who knows? We're paying for you. So Yeah, we're paying for you. So we're hoping that yeah. one soon. How do you guys feel about finally uh in the interest of uh current events, I guess. Uh how do you guys feel about seeing the big Cheeto finally wear a mask? You guys think it's serious now? You think it's crunch time? The big Cheeto. The he does that motherfucking he does he, he looks like a motherfucking Don't Cheeto. call my fucking president that. Fuck that guy. Nah, but uh, it's funny. It's just funny. It just comes around. It, come, it all comes around. That's all it is. It just comes around. He's going to do some fuck shit. And then next thing you know, he's going to give in because he has to. And he shuts, you know, he has, to, he has his foot in his mouth. That's all it is. 
Has he come out and said like, "Oh yeah, it's chill to wear masks." Dude, mask. I, remember when he said it was gonna clear up in like a month? Oh man, remember those days? Remember when we thought oh, we'd dude. have like a summer? Man, you think yeah. all those Karens and Kins out there are I'm like still having a summer? Wear a mask now. We're still having a summer. I think the summer's alive. It's fairly alive. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, people are being safe about it. I see people doing hikes and being responsible and social distancing on like the fucking Hollywood Hills. You know, and I see people taking pictures on Instagram. I'm like, you know, do, yeah. you, do your thing. I'm sure Cal- living in California thing. doesn't um, seem as bad as the media. It's it. been great. If, if if there's one place to, you know, do social distancing and still be out and enjoy some time with your family, like me, Jamie, and Braxton, we will go to San Diego and like get food from our favorite place and eat in the car without anybody around us. And just, carne fries. That's some introvert Dude. shit, bro. No, Kyle, I'll tell you what, longanisa fries. What? Yes, sir, with a fried egg. The best carne asada fries I've ever had was in San Diego. Uh, yeah, there's some they have some they got some fire carne asada fries here and uh yeah, they got three or four, maybe even I think it's just three tacos al gordos. Whoa. Dude. Yes, sir. And you know Kevin, Kevin loves his tacos al gordo. Don't they have one out in Oakland now? I think they got Matthew? a tacos they got a tacos El Patron. Is that I what think. it is? I think that's oh. what it's called. Yo, okay. there's um, there's actually a place in Hillsborough called Tacos L. They have Gordo. It is, it is El Patron. El Patron. It is El Patron. Yeah, Which Paul one? and Gordo I actually Oprah? went there. It's fire, huh? My brother um, when he said it was fire. Dude, yeah, it's. Where is yeah. it at? It's super low key. It's so you know that big ass rabbit off TV Highway. Oh like, yeah, right. Just <laughs> you can't miss that rabbit. It's like literally. Well, yeah, me and Fom just pulled up to the black and the Black Rock Coffee parking lot and just walked our asses right next door. Okay. Yeah, the, they have. The, yeah, they, they got some sleeper taco spots here in Hillsborough. Hey, can I bring up something random? You know that, um, that pool that stands up on the intersection of 185th and TB Highway that's been there for like 20 years. Is it still there? I never paid attention. Dude, you know, you know which pool I'm talking about that they just have yeah. like propped up. It's what? like it's over there oh, by like uh, yeah. Hills. It's not there no more. It's not there like, no more. They took down the pool. Nah, that pool's been standing there for like 25 years. Yeah, I know. Which, I know. We're talking about talking that about. horizontal pool that's like at that random yes. store. It's yes. not there no more, uh, bro. Yes. Like dude, by the railroad tracks, from, right? Yeah. You ain't from fucking Portland if you don't know about that intersection with this horizontal pool in the middle mm-hmm. of TV I highway. Think, yeah, I don't think they have that no more. Next next door, uh, kitty corner from that lock. Oh, you lock know what? Place. I should get that tatted on my back. You know what? I think they do have that there. I'm tripping. That interception or intersection. Yes. Oh, and uh, Jace, I got a topic to bring up. Um, how about the Redskins finally announcing that they're going to change their name tomorrow? They don't know what to yet, but they, they're going to announce tomorrow that they're changing the name from the Redskins to something else, and they're going to keep their red and gold colors. Yeah, I can almost guarantee they're going to keep the same logo and just change it to, like, the Warriors or some stupid shit. That'd be and, like, shit. It's going to be something like that. It's going to be, like, the same picture, and it's going to be, like, we're, we're the Warriors now. <sighs> they need to do like, the Washington uh, Red Tails, man. They got to be the Red Tails. They got to be something else. It's like, I get you that you waste all this money on merch and you got to keep the same colors, but it's like. I seen I some concept know. work for like that they did that they uh, did for the Tuskegee Airmen for the Red Tails. And I saw some pretty dope concepts and it's kind of a cool way to, you know, honor black heritage and, and history and, you know, kind of giving the big finger to Dan Snyder and his ways so we'll see what happens and what they actually change it to i i'm not getting my hopes up with that 
and I I don't think you yeah. guys should either because you know it's gonna be some some something stupid like what Jay said it's gonna be like the Warriors or something and you know I don't think we're gonna be I don't think we're gonna be riding. You think it's gonna be like some last minute shit? It's gonna be thought out, but it's gonna be anticlimactic. They're gonna take weeks and weeks to figure out a name. It's gonna be gonna like be one some... of those default names you can choose on, like, on create a team like on Madden. Exactly, and it's gonna be something we don't agree with and something that's stupid. But whatever, um, we're not Redskins fans anyway, so. Were you mad when uh, they chose the uh, OKC Thunder? Yeah, that was because I was, when I first saw it, I was like, damn, this logo is garbage. Like, what? The Most Thunder? Like, what the fuck? Name is so trash. It's still the most trash team. Them and the Pelicans, boy. Remember the Pelicans logo get coming out and everybody being sick over that shit. I think Pelicans jerseys now look sick, though. Their jerseys are cool. It's just the logo, really. And, like, what a bird to pick. Like, what? Pelicans? Pelicans. You could have picked the Crows? That would have been better, or something. Like an all-black jersey? They could be, like, the Raiders of of the fucking NBA and have, like, the dopest jerseys in the league. Just black and black and white. That's all. You're good to go. You can wear that with jeans. You can wear that with in the summer or whatever. You can still fly. Speaking of the NBA, how how are the matchups now gonna start in the bubble? Like, how's that all gonna work? I think we're so focused on the diet, on what they're eating. But as far as the matchups, uh, I think they play like each team plays like eight games against each other. Not like all against each other. It's just like an eight-game schedule per per team, mm-hmm. and then you know the Western Conference is a lot. You know, there's a lot more people who are closing on in the eighth spot compared to the East. So I'm not sure how the scheduling is going to be with the Western Conference since you know there's like four, three other teams that are closing in on the eighth seed. I don't. I just don't. Yeah, we got to see. I, I I try not to take too much stock into that too. I just. Want it. I believe it when I see it because it's still it's still kind of early. We're like three weeks out, mm-hmm. and a lot of shit can change within a three week time period. Shit can get canceled. How, how long is it supposed to be? Like it's supposed to be until like I think September. True. Them boys locked in. Yeah, and then the and then the next season's supposed to start in December. Do you think the food looked that bad? I I thought it looked like no. JR Smith bad, but it didn't even look like that bad. Jr. Do you guys see Jr. Smith's story on IG? Mm-mm. Oh man, that food looked decadent. How long ago was it though? Was it like that night when, like, yeah, like Troy Daniels? Because Troy Dan, what's funny about they were Troy all Daniels' their story? And... What's funny about Troy Daniels' story is he opened the door because he knew it was gonna be food, and he's like, "Oh shit, I got food delivered to my doorstep in my hotel." And like he posted on the story thinking it was like some glamorous shit that food got delivered to his door, but <laughs> he didn't know what the contents were inside the bag. So by the time he opened it, it was like a salad, like a garden salad. And like a protein and some other shit, but I mean, for you their standards, I, I could see why they're mad. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly I, what I'm saying. You're an NBA player, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like personal. I, yeah, I misspoke. I mean, J.R. Smith was reading off. He didn't actually have the food ordered and like served in front of him. He was just reading off what he was seeing on the menu, and it sounded good. It sounded decadent, huh? Yeah. <laughs> sounded the decadent. Of, the choice of words on that. Yeah, we'll see. I haven't seen anybody else really. Post their food. If anything, it just looks like cafeteria food from like yeah, yeah. I mean, they're, I guess they're coming, from, you know, to, they're going there from like home chefs, what have That's you. What I'm so, saying, yeah, like tailored meals. I think I'm good on on my end for topics, unless you guys. Uh, I know you guys probably have some things to share. Um, no, I didn't really have anything else. I was just kind of writing whatever you guys wanted to talk about. 
Oh, way to yeah. do your research and you know and contribute to the pot, Kevin. Thank you. Appreciate well, it. I definitely wanted to talk <laughs> no, about the good, but, smoke one, but I already yeah, knew that was coming. Good, yeah, yeah, we all knew we had some common interests. Jace, um, yeah, Jace? I mean, otherwise, I just wanted to cover some quick NFL stuff. Otherwise, um, I definitely I thought it was interesting um, that uh, real quick that they uh, finally. Uh, decided what they're going to do with Antonio Brown over at the Pats because they said they wasn't going to pay that man. And he got kicked off of that team. So, you know, Antonio Brown, just so y'all know, he had that short stint on the Patriots. Still got five mil. Still got five mil. One time for Black Excellence in the chat one time. Oakland hates AB. <laughs> As an Oakland Raider fan, how do you feel about that, Matt? Just take a moment. How was that uh, summer? Was it tumultuous for you? Was it a very tumultuous summer? You it, very, like, oh. it was. If you uh, if you looked on my Instagram stories and my and everything else, you could tell where I was at. You could even ask Kyle. I wish you had video. Or not really Kyle, you could ask video. Kevin. Just so I could see that face. For this episode, I wish we could just had I wish you had video oh, just so I could see the face you made, so the fans could see the face you made just now. Um, um I'll I'll tell you this much. When it comes to Antonio Brown, I wish him well and uh and uh, I that's it. Hey. It'll be a good redemption story. That's all. Kind I of had. a letdown, though, right? I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dive too much into it. It's. 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 All, it's. It's. You know. It's. 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 Done. It is what it is. Yeah. It is. Okay. It's, as it's, an Oakland Raider on. fan, I. I just feel like I just feel like. Okay. What felt worse was it when he left or when Amari Cooper left? When Amari Cooper left, uh, that that didn't hurt me too bad. When the only thing that hurt me, the last two things that hurt me is being a. Or, Okay, the last two things as a Raider fan that hurt me within the last five years is uh, Derek Carr getting sacked against the Colts and um, breaking his leg and Khalil Mack getting traded to the Bears. Those are the two things that absolutely broke my heart and gave me the runs and I had to take a shit afterwards. That's, that's, <laughs> I got nervous. I didn't know what I was going to do. I had, an, I had a breakdown. I, I thought breakdown. it was a fart. Yeah, that, those, those two <laughs> things broke my fucking heart, dude. And the Khalil Mack trade, I was still – I don't think I'll get over that for another. That's kind of like the tuck rule for me, bro. Like the tuck rule I got over like maybe three years ago. And that was a long ass time ago. But Khalil Mack getting traded, that's going to stick with me for, I don't know. It did feel good to beat the Bears when our offensive line shut him down and he couldn't do shit and he couldn't get to Derek Carr at all and couldn't sack him. That was, uh, was kind of nice. But I didn't really feel petty. It, it is what it is. He's a good player. And I wish Khalil Mack the best. And I wish Mark Cooper the best too. And Antonio Brown, I just wish that uh, I wish him a nice redemption story and whatever transgressions he had in the past, that's behind him, and hope he gets better from it. That's all. All right, man. Yeah, I respect that, man. I mean, you still got some potential to make it happen out there, you know. Otherwise, I mean, you know, the Pats are uh, they got to pay those guys. So I mean, speaking of the Pats, I'm so glad they got Cam. You know. I'm yeah, I'm happy for Cam Newton. Too. Shout out to Cam Newton. Shout out to Cam Newton. Yeah, a lot of potential to make some waves over there. And, yeah, uh, I saw they might be picking up Terrell. Yeah, I hope, oh, I hope he fucking uh, makes a statement and and um, you know this is the only time where I'm quasi rooting for the Patriots with with Cam on the team. You know, he you know they did yeah. him dirty and he just he deserves better than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a bit of a letdown uh, with all the – man, when they had that season where they only lost the one game, you know, and, like, 
They were killing, the man. Like, they had like a nice little good backs. Yep. So, you know. What do you think of uh, hometown hero Marcus Mariota? Uh, I wish he gets a starting job. Mm-hmm. I wish he's a starter. And I'm going to be honest, I haven't kept up with the Titans. Uh, fill me in. What you got, wait, what happened to Marcus Mariota has been a Raider for the last couple months, sir. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Yep. Excuse That's me. where we're at. That's where we're at, man. And I, I wish him more than the best. I wish he was our starting quarterback. I think uh, that's a sick jersey. I just want to say, yeah, the uh, Marriott, one I might cop. Raiders jersey. Oh, if you're he becomes a starter. That's hard as nah, fuck. Uh, we'll see. He he has to be a starter first. He has to take Derek Carr's job. And the thing is with Derek Carr's, you know those like videos you watch of NBA workouts and everybody's looking super fucking good, like Mello in his hoodie. You know, hoodie Mello is just out there, just grinding and you know putting a beat down on these young fellas with all these mid-range jumpers and hitting nothing but net. That's kind of how I feel about Derek Carr. And then when the season starts, Derek Carr is just, yeah, you know, because Derek Carr looks great in these warm-up videos and these like session videos out in the desert in Vegas. Yeah, but, you know, the that's pretty much story. me on uh, 2K. What's up? What's, what's you on 2K? I'm really good in the practice facility. Hey, you're good enough to hang with these guys. I'm probably I'll, trash. I'll play on the court. and If I could have like a tenth of your guys' 2K talent, I'll be happy. And an Xbox. <laughs> yeah, Jace, you gotta you gotta pull those mid range catch and shoots, bro. Stop trying y'all to drive s- it. Y'all slandering <laughs> Jace about a video game. <laughs> on the pod. Come to? Y'all God, slandering Jace about a video game. Right, this Damn. is for the Xbox party, not the pod. Damn, yeah, I'm not yeah. even part of. I'm not even part of this. I have no. Kyle, Kyle got the wrong headset on. He forgot. Yeah, she's going left, man. man. <laughs> Otherwise, man. Me, hey, y'all gonna, y'all gonna get this phone next time I get on the 2K stage. Uh oh. Yeah, y- y'all gotta let me know what slander you lay on Jace during the 2K sessions. It's more like <laughs> Jace laying slander on everyone else. Damn, so oh, y'all slack. So Kevin and Kyle are slack. Damn. I don't, I'm afraid to talk shit because uh, nothing's worse than talking shit and then losing. Uh, yeah, that's, that's why, that's why that's I don't why talk I do, shit. That's why I just I let don't. my game do the talking. Yeah, dude. I, and I'm afraid that if I do, then I'll fuck up too. Nothing's worse than talking shit and then getting a turnover. But it is also satisfying not saying anything and then winning. Yeah. Oh, there you go. For sure. Yep. Make moves in silence. Yeah, sir. Yeah, All right, guys. That's, uh, I said my my piece on all our topics today and yep, i think yep. this was a a great session a great pod great episode of the pod jace i appreciate you first off i don't think i was able to say that you did um you did a great job on the intro today a1 i give you oh, a, yeah, yeah. i give you an a uh, i give you an a plus plus on the intro i do what i can i do what i can uh, that was more than what we could ask for yeah, man, you know, and as we bring this show to a close, you know, y'all stay safe out there. Wash your motherfucking hands, you know what I'm saying? And make sure you wear your mask. Wash your ass uh, and, uh, yeah, wash your ass and brush your teeth. Wash your ass and wear a mask, you know? That's uh, that's a uh, new slogan nowadays, boy. Yes, sir. Avoid the uh, entanglements. You know, we all in this together, but stay the fuck away from me, you know what I'm saying? Um, and uh, I concur. with that being said, you know, let's bring this episode to a close, Captain. Kyle, Matt, it's been a pleasure, boys. Signing out. Y'all have a good night. Thank you. Thank you for listening.